It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm not even going to let the... uh... Music fade out. I'm starting the show, Luke. Wow. It's, it's, it's a three alarm fire. Are you, are you at your mom? We've got to fill half an hour here. Yeah? <laughs> we're starting it early. <laughs> Episode 167 yeah. of the Luke and Pete show. It's Monday, the 13th of May. I'm Luke Moore. That man there in a rather snazzy shirt is Mr. Pete Donaldson. If I was to look at that shirt right. without knowing what time of year it was, yeah. I would say it's May, baby, and summer's on the way. This is like me sort of saying. Um, this is quite warm, but also quite light at the same time. So it works in, in many different weathers. Do you know what? It's, it look, the material of it looks like, um, did you ever have, I'm not going to, this is not me slating your shirt because it's a lovely shirt. But, um, sorry, I'll just take my shoes off. Do you ever have, um, when you were growing up, you'd go to a party, like a birthday party at someone's house mm. and they'd put out that quite, they bought it specially, but it was quite cheap. Tablecloth, Tablecloth papery. Paper, yeah, co- yeah, 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 that's yeah, yeah. what that shirt's kind yeah, of reminding me of. Yeah, I'd have that, yeah. yeah. Slight bumps on it as well. Mm. Um, but yeah, summer's on the way. I'm looking forward to it. Can't wait um, for it to get a bit warmer. It's been miserable the last few weeks. It really has been. It's really got my goat. It's really got me down. Saturday ha- was very changeable. We had hailstones on Saturday. Yeah? We had hailstones in centre of town, and then it became sunny. Sure that just wasn't in your heart? I just... <laughs> I mean, I'm fairly certain I can't control the weather, but, um, you know, the jury's out on that one. Mm. Uh, but I've, I've arrived on Monday. I don't know what it is about Monday. It doesn't matter what I've done, what I haven't done, whether I've gone hard, whether I've gone soft. I'm just Monday, man. I just, I'm just fi- i finding them more and more difficult as I get older. Yeah. I'm, finding, I'm just feeling a bit more listless and a bit more... Ugh, We're even rapid, I've done now. rapidly approaching the grave. So yeah, life, but like, life why tends Monday? To, to slow down. You know? why Monday? I work Sundays, though. It's not like my working week starts on a Monday. Because you know you've got to see me again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it could be that, a big dark it? cloud in my heart. The black yeah. dog following you around. It's, it's like your quote there about the weather just reminded me of something Nick Cave said where he said, um, I can control the weather with my moods. I just can't control my moods. Oh, that's good. I like yeah, that. Yeah, clever, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I've got something quite exciting to tell Ooh, you. Hello. So the other day, so my um, brother-in-law is getting married in um, the Space and Rocket Centre in Huntsville. Right. In Alabama. I think I mentioned it maybe. Uh, we've certainly got an email too about me going to Huntsville. People say, oh, do you want a beer? Um, so I've definitely mentioned it at some point. Right. Um, but the reason they're getting married at the Space and Rocket Centre is because um, my brother-in-law works for NASA. Right. And uh, his wife-to-be is also a scientist working... She was at NASA. I think she might be somewhere else now, up in DC. Anyway, they're very clever. And... Um, 
because they're getting married at the Space and Rocket Centre, they wanted a kind of theme. They said, you know, if you want to, when you're with your, I mean, it's a formal occasion, but if you want to have a nod here or there to space or rockets or technology or whatever, mm. that'd be nice. So I guess some people are going to go along. Uh, Mimi's got like a dress, which is like a universe themed dress. Yeah, okay. So I thought what would be nice for me is I, I've got I've got a nice suit to wear, but I thought it'd be nice to have a little pocket square with um, the nod to that. So I bought a pocket square. But anyway, when I was there, I saw a pocket square when that I, was I there. thought you would like. Oh, so I oh, bought you, you one. You bought me a pocket square. That's very yeah. kind. So I thought it might be good for one of those theme, one of these themed events and award ceremonies you go to. <laughs> right, okay. you might want to. You might want to. If you don't like them, and you can just okay. re, you can I mean, regift it. I suppose. What's this? Oh, it's got a little. Um, yeah, that'd be perfect. That'd be perfect for like the. I don't I never get invited to the gaming baftas, but the um, what do you call them? The Why don't you describe joysticks. to the listener what what it is? It's um. It's two people fucking. Uh, <laughs> I knew you were going to say it's that. It's not. It's uh, it's uh, it's a beautifully uh, rich, um, thick um, uh, pocket square with uh, little a little controller, a little video them, game controller. I call them joy pads. Yeah, I I said that to a young person this week, and I've instantly regretted it. You can't say joy pads anymore, no. No, because it's it's a, it sounds like a sex toy. B, it's just a bit old. It's like joystick. Yeah, Get okay. your joystick. Anyway, so that's um, it's quite nat- neutrally coloured, so I thought it would go with anything you Yeah, I think, I think that's cool. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. kind of you, Luke. I will give you the, the money for it. No, don't be silly. The, um, Is that what you say to people who give you gifts? Yes, yes. I'll, I'll give you the money for that. No, yeah. it's Christmas Day. You, don't, you haven't got to do that. <laughs> put, your, put your wallet away. <laughs> um, I'm trying to figure out what kind of controller it is. It looks more like Xbox, an X. Yeah, it's a bit more Xboxy. Maybe like one of those third Ooh. party ones. That, if, I made a, if I made a faux pas, it, it, it might be one of those third party ones that nobody wants to use. If you were my teenage <laughs> son now, you'd go, you know, I play PS4 oh, and throw it back at me. There's that wonderful Lemmy sketch where he's going, oh, that's, it's the same um, it's the same bike that um, Steve down the road has. And he goes, oh, yeah, it's his bike. He's, he was um, he got a new one for Christmas. So he's, uh, <laughs> yeah. He's like, ah! And the dad goes, yeah, ungrateful little shite. Yeah. That's he's like... going, you get nothing, nothing. He's going, dad, no. Um. <laughs> I've got a little bit of breaking news just come through. Oh. It came through on my on my laptop news update. My laptop computer. Jeremy Kyle show suspended indefinitely after death of guest, ITV announces. That's exciting. That's bleak. That is exciting. Well, Very they died on they died on Pete. More news as we get it. Fascinating. More follows. More news as we get it. Very, very sad. Very a, bleak. I'm, I'm not sure. I I'm I'm don't know. I mean, it's sad that someone's died, but I, I mean, we don't know who it was. It could yeah. have been on because they were doing a naughty thing. It could be. Um, we, we don't know. Nobody's asked to die. Does it make you feel uncomfortable to receive gifts from me? Yeah, it does, yeah. Yeah, I thought it might yeah, do, yeah. yeah. That's part of the reason that's why I did, did it. it yeah, <laughs> yeah that's worth the extra tenner. Did you manage to get somebody else? Did you manage to get somebody else? Uh, your, the thing you actually went for, though? Yeah, I got myself a thing. I got myself a tie as well. But now I'm thinking the tie's going to be a bit overkill. I might just do the pocket square and a, and, a, and a neutral tie. Yeah. I mean, basically, I'm going to do whatever my wife tells me to do. <laughs> that's, that's essentially how it works, but we'll see. Um, lovely old job. Mm. Well, um, I have spent the weekend merely watching a bit of telly. I've done nothing, really, uh, import, of any import. I tried to start watching that Chernobyl, but I couldn't get into it. Oh, right, yeah. Do you know why? It's clearly a dramatisation of the Chernobyl disaster in the late mm. 80s, um, or mid to late 80s, and it's set it, you know, where it happened, of course. And I think since I've watched Gamora, I now need these kind of shows to be in the local language with yeah. subtitles. Well, and, th- and, it, and, it, and it's all in English, which to me just completely breaks the, uh, the, the, the magic of well, it. Well, their sort of explanation, as, as far as it was retold to me, was that um, we had a, quite an international cast. Uh, and also the accents are from all over the place, from like the Ukraine to uh, Ukraine East. And um, they wouldn't be able to do a good job. So I'm thinking, well, get some fucking actors who can do the accent then. Do yeah, they, exactly. Get some actors from the area. Yeah. I uh, just like, don't disrespect 
a language. Don't they do this all the time? They do, I mean, they did it with Death of Stalin. I mean, they can argue their their case and stuff, but I don't necessarily buy it. Like, I, I care less it, when it's a comedy. If you can't do, if you can't do the accent, if you, I, I thought the accents that they brought in were quite interesting because obviously, um, it was the fellow was in uh, Dead Man Walking at the weekend. Uh, the sort of jokes like this, he sort of quite, but he put on a sort of very sort of bald kind I mean, of like Northern accent. Dead Man Shoes. Dead Man Shoes. Sorry, Paddy Concert. Paddy Constantine, is it? Yeah, see, I, have he, to, I can now know what you're talking about, even though you don't even give me the name of the correct film. I got there, I got there. Paddy Constance, brilliant. Though. Yeah, well, he uh, he obviously did like a kind of like a northern kind of, you're right, you bastard, sort yeah. of a voice for Dead and Star, which I quite enjoyed. Right. Because obviously people will be taken from different um, sections of society yeah. in, in these in these pieces. So that, yeah, that, I agree, that kind of works. But it just dis- it massively disrespects but it only ever happens to that part of the world because of the sort of the I am you've earned your vodka now kind of accent just sounds yeah. shit yeah yeah. get somebody who can actually fucking do it then you know there's no excuse really is I there? think just hire local actors yeah I mean you're telling me that a country the size of Ukraine or Russia or whatever can't 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 find you can't find people to do it in the local language mm. I mean Gamora completely changed the game on that front Gamora, the only, the only regret I have about Gamora is I can't eat my dinner when I'm watching it because I've got to read the subtitles. <laughs> but I'll, make, I'll make my peace with that. So I tried to watch that over the weekend, but I didn't. I ended up just, um, I just sacked it off. And ended I, can't up find it my, I can't find it on my illegal, is it, is it back on Sky kind of being broadcast broadcast? Chernobyl. Yeah, and sorry, no, the, uh, Gamora. Uh, it's not out yet. It's not out yet. It's out it's in June, not, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's been out in Italy. Isn't it? Correct, it, yeah. They just need to. But then I wouldn't trust the, I would presume... For that reason, knowing fully well that it is quite popular elsewhere in the country, elsewhere in Europe, um, they would probably um, delay getting official subtitles. Exactly, that's the and beauty. So, of it. so yeah, James Horncastle watched it, mm. but he watched it with Italian subtitles because he can speak yeah. Italian, and obviously it's in Neapolitan. There's no version of it out now with English subtitles. But there, there will there. be fan, there will be fan uh, conversions. Yeah, how, much, how much do you have to want it? How impatient have you got to be? Yeah, you exactly. know, just wait, wait till next month. It's not there's no. There's no Nothing else on TV to watch, is there? No, I'm still not. I'm still not even watched last week's Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh, have you? I've seen that. I'm, I've, I'll obviously watch the most recent one tonight. Weirdly enough, because I'm going to be in Greece for the next week. Ooh. Um, I mean, it means I'm going to have to wait till we get back to watch the finale of the whole thing. Will he, um, Will it not be being shown on telly out there? I mean, a hotel. I don't think I'll have a. I don't think I'll have like premium TV out there. Premium TV. I was watching. Uh, also, my sister's getting married. I'd be in trouble if I missed that. <laughs> I watched uh, a red wedding of your own. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I watched a. Uh, watch a lot of Louis Through, and like people obviously get very excited about Louis Through and with good cause because he's very good. But I don't really. I've not really watched a lot of him since I was a bit younger, and like he's, you know, he's, I mean, he's still doing the same thing, really, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, well, do you think that um, this heroin you're putting in your arm is bad? Do you think that maybe I could have a go at that? <laughs> would that would would that be good for you, me to do that? Do you think that um uh, you getting beaten up by your boyfriend is a good thing? Yeah. So well, clearly not, Louis. I mean, you're living in a tent. <laughs> I mean, are you are you happy in a tent? <laughs> no. <laughs> but he's just constantly. So I was. Do you know what's great about it is some of it by far, a lot of his best work is done in the US. And yeah. Because they are. If you watch the people he's the subject of the documentaries, they are 50% confused yeah. about why this guy who, to them, sounds like he should be a member of the royal family <laughs> is interested in them. Yeah. But he also dresses so smart and he looks so neutral. He's the most unthreatening man to ever live mm. that they, they get completely disarmed by him. Yeah. Like, constantly. But, but they just they just fill spaces and he just sort of just looks at them with his doe eyes sort of going, oh, this is a t- terrible situation for you to be in. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been on the ice for uh, yeah four years now. I lost my job. I used to be a computer programmer, and he's like, "Oh, 
Yeah. I mean, you must have been making quite a lot of money then. Yeah. Um, but like, he's just constantly faced with people who need a fucking hug, and he never gives them a hug. I think, I'm he, just, I, think it, I spent most of Louis through watching Louis through just shouting, "Give her a hug! Give him a hug!" When, when you're, they're um, crying. Give them hugs. When you're making documentaries, whether it's like a natural world documentary or one mm. of those, you're not supposed to interfere, are you? I would hug everyone. That's <laughs> think that's a, it's a, a really controversial po- po- point, point because you know back in the day when Gonzo journalism started coming around with Tom Wolfe and um, Hunter S. Thompson and all that kind of stuff, um, they used to take the non-interference of what was happening to like a ridiculous degree and so in some ways they would completely immerse themselves in it but they wouldn't want to break that by saying stop what, what, what are you doing right. so there would literally be people overdosing yeah. and, they, and they wouldn't get involved you know or people being sexually assaulted or whatever and they wouldn't and they wouldn't get involved yeah. some of the stuff an the easy hell, decision to make on those ones yeah, there, really. some of the stuff the Hells Angels were getting up to you know and they just would not interfere popping wheelies report. yeah yeah. popping wheelies pulling skids outside the butchers <laughs> <laughs> Giving so each other Chinese burns. Oh, I think, naughty lads. I think Louis maybe just adopting that that policy. But oh. you know, I, the, the part of the reason I find Theroux fascinating is because um, he was able to break into this industry with just you know the greatest travel writer of all time as his father. Yeah. And so it was it's very interesting. <laughs> no, 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 I didn't mean that because he, he's very good. But is that most people recoil? And I know you do, particularly from any kind of awkward situation. And it's a perfectly natural mm. situation way to be you, you want to remove yourself from a position or whatever ironically given that we're doing this show every week but um, Louis seems to, to thrive on the awkward situation he seems to have come up with a tactic to completely disarm the other person and mm. let it just wash over him mm. so sometimes you'll see him literally sat in the church yard in Brixton surrounded by three alcoholics one of them who's literally taken a slash on the floor and he's, and he's like right I mean, do you really think you should be doing that here? <laughs> you know, he doesn't care. Like when most people are like, right, stop the cameras right on, let's go, because this is dangerous. This man has just done a wee in a yeah. churchyard. Yeah. <laughs> is that your best example? So what did a you wee Yeah, in I couldn't think of anything else. What, what what episode did you watch? Uh it was the one about prostitutes and the other one about heroin and uh obviously just everyone all the big hits. Everyone seemed to start their heroin uh, journey uh from like pills. They were just all just pill popping, stealing from their grandmas, all the all the hardcore pills and stuff. It's going, oh god. You, said, you really take, sound like take, you were. I take the odd uh, paramol. I take the odd cordine of, of a Sunday. Oh. That, that little sentence there, you really sounded like um, Rivers Como then. <laughs> what, so that sort of thing you were saying, a Weezer song. He's, uh, you sort of look at his uh, his kind of output. He's done two albums, I think, now in Japanese. Right. He's a proper, as you would call in the business, a Weebo, like a proper wet Japanese Nihonophile kind of like you. chap. Well, yeah, but like, I don't. Like the music, I don't like the video games. You've got a bit of fire in your belly still as well. <laughs> Say again. You've also got a bit of fire in yeah, your belly as I've well. Yet, I've yet to make my Pinkerton, but um, it's uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's, I, I was like, oh, wow, you're still doing that, and you're um, you must be off 50, 50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you? Th- I mean, you started <laughs> off this week. You started off this weekend quite tired, um, even though there's no reason. But do you think this is going to be a good week? Um, I don't know. I'm on different hours. I don't generally like working in the day on my radio station so I like to do my normal show you're like Midnight Caller right? I like Midnight Caller I like yeah. to solve crimes and uh, you know get out there but uh, and so it's quite uh, I've got to move a lot of stuff around so um, it's good it's fine it's fine it's all good um, and whereas a lot of people are, are kind of um, regular normal workers by day and yeah. crime fighters by night you are Oh, sleeper and eater by day and <laughs> worker by night. <laughs> have you, do you reckon you could write a memoir about your um, 
your life on the margins at, uh, under Cloak of Darkness in Soho for these last 10 years, wherever long it's been? Well, I've only been there for five years, but yeah, okay. I mean, uh, somebody actually, somebody put um, something on my, uh, on my, I saw this and we door. should talk about this because so it's like, partly related to the Luke and Pete show. It is massively related to Tell the Luke people what show. happened. So I, uh, every now and again, people will just leave by, by virtue of the fact that people seem to find my door fascinating and think there's, um, sex work isn't there um, it, they seem to ring my doorbell at all hours of the day and I've just learned to ignore it now and unless I'm expecting someone I ain't answering the door why don't you just unplug it I can't unplug it what do you mean unplug it well sure there's a buzzer kind of end to it in your flat it's an intercom oh okay so you can't which is hardwired so okay. yeah you, so you can't but I mean it's fine it's all good um, I've learned to I've learned to deal with that but um, people keep leaving things on my intercom from like cans of cork to bifters to um, bottles of Jamaican wine. Is it like a less exciting Jim Morrison's grave? Yeah, it's like little <laughs> offerings for for me. It yeah. seems, uh, and I and I, every now and again I'll take a picture. But I've noticed that um, over the road you can clearly see what is over the road, which is a, a posh booze shop. And I was like, all oh, right, okay, that's uh, people can really tell where I am. And so somebody actually left. One person left a uh, a Nando's card, a Nando's loyalty card. Is there on, anything on, on it? I don't think so. No, I didn't check, check. it out. Didn't there check. might be a few. Quid I'm not on walking there. to Nando's just to be told there's nothing on there. No one's leaving anything of value on there. Um, and uh, when I came home on Wednesday, somebody had taped using a unused plaster. So you know, a little little mercy, which makes it bleed. Little mercy there. Uh, a handkerchief, uh, which I th- presume was also unused, uh, written uh, with written pen, a little message saying uh, a succulent Chinese meal. I think. Yeah. yeah. So, so they basically they're saying I listen to one of your podcasts. Yes, and I, and know, I know where, where you live. live. Yeah, it's the perfect situation. <laughs> so, well done on getting into that anyway. After that, <laughs> presumably there's some sort of security details for close protection. There's at least four flats in that building. They've got a one in four chance of stabbing me. So true, and I like those odds. <laughs> but how many of the people living there are male? What do you mean? I in Neil Building. How many? Are male? They'll have to open all the doors to find out, won't they? It's like an advent calendar. You don't know what's behind it. <laughs> A terrifying advent yeah. kind of. When you the leave kids. the house, though, they're going to know, well, he lives there, and that's a man, and that could be Pete. If it's, if it's you and three other oh, women, yeah, yeah, the point yeah. I'm getting to is you're the only man living there, so you must be Pete, therefore you're dead. No, I'm saying that, <laughs> no, I'm saying they, I would, they'd have to, if they see me going in, fine, they've seen me, they might know who I am anyway. So, But the whole situation is there's four flats, one in four chance of killing me. And I, I also think to add further to that, if they've taken the time to stick a succulent Chinese meal message on your intercom, they've probably got the wherewithal to Google your name and see exactly what you look like. Yeah, exactly. And uh, also, The only thing working in your favour is that you look like everyone. Exactly. So yeah, you can have plenty of doppelgangers like Saddam Hussein. I've watch a lot of like CIA kind of uh, people on uh, online on YouTube, old uh, CIA uh, guys, uh, just sort of looking at films and sort of seeing whether, you know, uh, disguises would be used like that, like uh, watching films like Mission Impossible. You know, like he's always got a, a fake yeah. mask yeah. and he's like well that wouldn't really work I mean because you, you want to be less conspicuous and you can only add to the face you can't remove and like talking about disguise and stuff like that it was fascinating yeah, yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd be pretty interested in meeting someone who, who specialised in disguises for the CIA maybe it's be brilliant. Me. If you if you read like Arya a lot, Stark of this picture I know it isn't um, CIA but if you read John le Carre stuff the best parts of the bit where or actually if you even read Ben McIntyre which is obviously all true it's kind of really interesting the way they'll leave signs for each other. They, don't, they do dead drops and stuff, mm. or they always used to. And it'll be something like, oh, if you see uh, a paper bag mm. on a railing with a bit of green cotton around it, it means the whole thing's off. 
get get out of there. Get out of there. Yeah. And, I, and when, I found and when that wonderfully exciting. And when Gordievsky was rescued or smuggled out of the uh, Soviet Union, his sign was, to, I think it was to be carrying on a, on a certain street corner, in one of the most surveilled societies ever, mm. like standing on a street corner waiting for a bus with a plastic Safeway carrier bag. And um, if the guy who was supposed to smuggle him out had seen him and wanted to give him a sign when he walked past, he left a Kit Kat on the dashboard of the car. <laughs> and then and then hey, obviously they smuggled him out yeah, yeah. crazy that's going to melt yeah and I've heard for you to be you be smuggled out of the country it's um a, some, a piece of paper taped with a plaster to your Instagram <laughs> get me out I'd love that an enforced holiday get you out of there yeah Brilliant. exactly yeah alright should we, should we take a little break Pete and then um, do some emails because I'll tell you what people have answered the call and I'm very excited at some of the stuff they've sent Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. How to make a long egg. Keith Cook's there. Julian Assange there. <laughs> Julian Assange there. Uh, he Blast does have lovely white hair. So. Um, so people have, lots of people have emailed in asking about the Julian Assange um, trope. And, mm. and it's hello at lukeandpeetshow.com if you do want to email in, as we say yeah. every week. If you're new to the show, uh, please do send us an email about anything you like to hello at lukeandpeetshow.com. Mm. The Julian Assange trope is that. So we found... Um, a video we liked. Of course, it had been found before. We didn't, we didn't discover it, but it was an Australian man being wrestled out of a restaurant for not paying his bill and being arrested. And mm. I think we shared it on the at Luke and Pete show uh, Twitter uh, feed. And someone pointed out, one of our listeners, that when Julian Assange was arrested from the Ecuadorian embassy, he, he looked a lot like that man. The democ- Democracy Manifest man. So then when we played This Is Democracy Manifest as one of our jingles, um, we would always say Julian Assange there because it looked like it and that kind of escalated. Not a good enough joke to be explained, in my <laughs> but opinion. It, but if you're going to go down that road, I well, mean, we, got, we, well, we, we can't do any jokes. Well, we, got we? An e- we got an email saying, I'm a fairly new listener. I know who Julian Assange is. However, I don't understand why you say Julian Assange there after every clip that plays after the break. Love the show. Uh, Julian Assange there. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> email. Good to hear from Julian Assange. It's good. So he's got access to emails in uh, in prison. Yeah, and once again, if you do want to email, it's hello at juliansange.com. <laughs> Pamela Ranson getting in touch there. Pamela She's Anderson obsessed with there. Julian, isn't she? Look, he's a caged. It's a caged man. Like he's, you know, it's exciting, isn't it? It's like, uh, you know, all those women who fell in love with Ted Bundy. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think Julian Assange is a serial killer. No. It's pretty harsh on him. Well, he's exposed many government assets. You don't know, do you? True. Maybe the knock-on effect is, Maybe uh, knock is on effect. As, as severe. Yeah. Um, Pamela Anderson is, was was a huge part of my teenage years. But anyway, let's... Um, is let's that, get, is that right? Yeah. Uh, she, she didn't know it. Huge or just medium-sized? <laughs> she was almost a dictionary definition <laughs> average part, size part of my uh, teenage years. <laughs> um, let, let's, let's go to the emails. Uh, what do you want to do first? I've got loads of things to choose from. We can do childhood games. We've yeah, got... No, um, just, just choose one, mate. Choose okay, one. right. Here we go. What about... Um, oh, should we do a Peter the Dolphin update? Okay. Because we did him a week or two, or two ago. Like and, Peter and, the Wolf. Yeah. And Peter the Dolphin, um, go back and listen to episode 165, 166 about the guy. Is it, there was a woman, a scientist who was um, training a dolphin. One thing led to another. It's part of the routine. She ended up having to masturbate the dolphin. Don't shoot the messenger. It happened. Don't the, dolphin, the messenger. The dolphin later died. The email story was sent in originally well, by... Well, steady, steady. What? It didn't die from hand jobs. Oh, no, 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 no. no sorry. No. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's I'll tell not, you it's it died. It's not lethal to dolphins. No, I'll tell you it died in a minute. The original email was sent in by Tim Vandenhoek, and he's replied with some further information. Mm. Uh, he said, hi, guys. Um, I thought I'd add a few details to round out a very strange saga all round. Luke was indeed right when he said that Peter the dolphin committed suicide when the project was winding down. I mean, this gets bleak, mate, so strap yourself in here. <laughs> he did this by essentially stopping breathing. Dolphins are apparently conscious breathers, i.e. they have to actively think and decide to breathe. Uh, they lack the same inbuilt reflex um, that humans and most other mammals have, which would make them gasp for breath. So when Peter knew that his days of lounging by the research pool and getting hard jobs were over, he mentally corked his blowhole and sank to his death. All this made me wonder how dolphins managed to survive a night's sleep, and that led me to reading that they are hemispheric sleepers. Only one half of their brains are asleep at any given time while the other part stays awake and manages breathing. Because only one half of their brain is conscious while in slumber, dolphins quite literally sleep with one eye open, bombing at the surf- uh, bobbing at the surface in a semi-zombie state. Oh, wow. Um, and as if interspecies hand jobs and suicide were not enough, Peter was also likely dosed with LSD during the research, Pete. Oh. Uh, the lead scientist was licensed by the US government to use LSD in experiments, and some MKUltra-esque uh, open the mind's true potential scheme, uh, in the harebrained attempt to teach dolphins to speak. Sadly, though, the LSD had little effect on the marine participants as different animals metabolise drugs in different ways, possibly explaining why I'm getting nothing off these gazelle barbiturates. <laughs> <laughs> lack, of, uh, lack of hallucinations notwithstanding, I think we can all agree it was quite a summer for Peter the dolphin. Yeah. Um, so, hand a bit jobs, more information there, Hand Pete. jobs and psychoactive substances. I mean, I don't know. It's easy to look at things through the lens of the modern day and it's be like morally about it. like the Beatles of, dolphin, of the dolphin world. Yeah, should you really be dropping a, a micro dot on a dolphin's tongue? You know, is is, is that is that's, a, that's abuse, right? The dolphin thinks it's getting a nice sweet, and it's getting a bit of... <laughs> nice sweet? Yeah. Oh, can I have a nice sweet, please? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, dolphins. Mind speak. you, if you get to the point where you're actually literally wanking them off, I yeah. suppose the, the morals are out the window. Anything to calm him down. He probably doesn't even know he's a dolphin with all that LSD. Um, I lived with a guy who was in, um, not Dyke House, that was a school from my youth. Um, what is it? Grange Hill. All oh, right, yeah. I've ever spoken about that guy come before. From? No. Um, who was it? Who did he play? Famous, I can't remember who he f- played, but he was Do famous. I know him? You might have seen the episode. No, but do I know the guy? Have I met him? No. Okay, right. Uh, it's a guy, and he would, um, in the 
um, TV show Grinch Hill, he played a character that was um, he uh, he'd been given some tattoos, little kind of square tattoos. Oh, I think I remember this episode. And he licked them, and yeah. then uh, he was uh, so he put the tattoos. He put the tattoo on his body, and then uh, was in the class, and he started flipping out. The teacher was going, "What's wrong with you, yeah. Keith?" Or whatever his name is. Yeah, and he's like, he's going, "I'm got mental," and then he um, threatened to throw himself off the. Um, I remember the episode, off the balcony, yeah. and the disabled yeah. girl helped helped him. As some kind of message, sort of say. Disabled people are cool, yeah. Too, yeah, and rightly so. Yeah, but it's just a weird thing to sort of go like I wouldn't think that a disabled person could give a ch- give a child a can of coke. And I'm thinking that they're somehow incapable of of being pleasant, even though her, it was just a, I don't know, a spina bifida or something. I don't know. Yeah, I went to a school which was so rough that we all. Were... I just remember at the time being rather upset with the inference. That's all that I did. That I thought, oh, well, this has got to do with giving LSD to dolphins. Uh, just mainly the LSD, but okay, well, I right. live with a guy who was famous. For taking LSD, when we used to get pissed, we used oh. to make him do the, uh, I'm so angry at my teacher, kind of throw all his stuff on the floor in the kebab shop. Uh, what completely a undermining his career as well. Like, He's, uh, is he now the main, was he, is he, what is he now? Is he, no, Don, he, was he, the, was he Don Draper in Mad Men? Did he turn out to be? Well, he's in Los Angeles and he's writing for the Daily Mail. So there we go. He writes the Daily Mail celebrity. I don't know how to react to that. Because part of the first part of that I'm very impressed by. <laughs> um, the the school I went to was quite rough, and at one point we all got sent home for the afternoon because a troubled child in the year below me um, was standing on the balcony on the fourth floor of the English block threatening to throw himself off. Christ. Yeah. That's, does that make it rough or just, you know? Well, even at the time I remember thinking, I'm not sure this really should be happening at school. <laughs> Um, I don't know what's yeah. happened to the guy now. I hope he's well. Um, I don't. I don't really know if he had the support he needed. Should we put it that way? But the, first, the school was first, rough. First year of uh, um, first year of uh, my mate's school, mate's uni. Uh, a lad threw himself off the Terrible. thing in uh, Lancaster. Did you have fights every day at your school? Not you personally, but were there fights every day? <laughs> uh, yeah, there was like the odds. Yeah, it was quite. It was quite tasty, but it was more just like lads from other schools coming. Oh, was it? There yeah. was another school close I remember, by. I remember a big lad. It was like. Just turned up our school, and I was like, I was like twelve, and this lad, he must have been about eighteen, nineteen. I was just walking to class, like in between when it was really quiet, in between while the. Class oh, I bet you were so on. cute as a twelve-year-old. And this, as well. and this bloke, this lad, this bloke just started kicking me up the arse, right. like two or three times. He right. just attacked a child for no reason, right? And that is troubled. That is yeah. a troubled man. Shouldn't be kicking doing that, should he? he shouldn't be kicking children up the. Was moment. he eighteen or was he really about fourteen? No, he was. He was big. He wasn't wearing like a school uniform or anything, so he wasn't. He didn't. Wasn't going to the school. Very yeah. strange behaviour. Yeah. yeah, I remember getting a few scrapes myself, outnumbered here or there. But I wasn't. But I didn't cry or anything. I just thought, I just thought, sorry, very British. I realised I'm very British <laughs> in these. Situations. Did you just ignore sorry, him? What you? What no? Ah! What happened? Did you leg it? <laughs> no, I didn't even leg. It. I just walked off. Like he didn't sort of chase me. He wasn't like right. He wasn't in. He wasn't like enraged. Was it Michael Brown? <laughs> The, uh, yeah, the footballer, footballer Michael yeah. Brown, who used to, used to trouble you as a, as a child. He didn't trouble me as a child. I thought you met him when he was really good at football and you got upset. I mean, he was a, he was literally playing for Manchester City when he yeah. played, when we played on the park. So yeah, he would have been good. I'm surprised he was allowed to play because like the Burn Valley was not a great uh, place to play soccer. Different time, mate. Yeah, Different and a man time. turned up with a hammer and uh, threatened one of his friends. That's what I was thinking of, yeah. Um, quick one before we go from Jay who says, Hi guys, grew up in Danville, California. Um, a quiet outer suburb within the uh, San Francisco Bay Area. And in reference to the game of knocking on doors and quickly running away, mm. we would call it doorbell ditching or ding-dong ditching. <laughs> I'm sure this is fairly common for most of the Cali- of California and possibly even the US. Cheers, Jay. So uh, the reason I brought that to the table is just it's nice to get a universal look 
mm. kind of a global look at what we would call the same game in different places because language is fascinating for that. A Tucker's look. Yes, absolutely. And so um, in Danville, California, it was called Doorbell Ditching. Doorbell Ditching. But I would imagine in the US it's quite hard to play it because the gardens are massive. You need a car. And the houses are very <laughs> separate, very sort of like split, spread apart. Has, the great part about doing it where I grew up is the house were terraced. Yeah. So you would just run along all of them, bang, 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 yeah. bang, bang, and then you're, off, you're, all, you're away, you know? You're like Brian Adams waking up the neighbours. Oh, um, um, and I was going to run to you. <laughs> that song's a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's about cheating on your wife. I he's, think. <laughs> he's just sort of going, I want to fuck you, you're not my wife. Like that is yeah. basically the song, isn't it? He's a very, he's a very uh, celebrated um, photographer now, photographer, isn't he? Yeah. Photographer now. Take a picture of, um, he's good friends with Lady Diana, isn't he? Lady Diana. Lady Diana. <laughs> Lady Diana. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Look, let's uh, get out of here, Pete, and, um, and we will see everyone on Thursday. All right, then. Uh, I hope you have a lovely week and you feel less tired, and I hope you make use of that pocket square as well. I really um, appreciate that. It's very touching. You're welcome. Uh, hello at LukeandPeacher.com to get in touch. We'll be back on Thursday with episode 168. Don't go changing, you guys. You are perfect as you are, and that's exactly as it should be. You are beautiful, no matter what they say. This was a Radio Stakhanov production. Tune in the Sarge there. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.